Coming up on Small Town Charm, we're talking all about the election that just happened. And I think the most interesting thing we're going to talk about is uh, the two the two savants here, Mike and Chris, are going to make some predictions about what is going to happen in the coming months in our town's government. Very specific predictions, and I think it will be interesting to see how well those play out. So you need to tune in coming up on Small Town Charm. Small Town Charm. Glad you're here again. Uh, this is going to be our first post-election episode, but before we get into that, just want to say thanks for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, love it if you'd like and subscribe. If you're listening on podcasts or on Facebook, uh, share this as much as you can. Leave us a review if you like the show. All that stuff that you know will help us out. It will help us out, so please do that. Uh, all right, so uh, before we get started on this one, especially because we're talking about election, just a reminder, this show is only for entertainment. We're not journalists. We're not claiming to tell you nothing but facts. We believe all this stuff is true, but please don't take our word for it. Do your own research. If anything we say sounds interesting to you, um, don't sue us because of something we said. Just be entertained by it or be angry by it and then go look it up yourself. All right. So again, thanks for joining us. My name's Daniel. We got Chris. We got Mike. And uh, yeah, so the election happened a few days ago as we we're recording this. Um, it didn't go the way that I hoped it would go. Um, Mike did not get elected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not here with Commissioner Mike Lushek right now. Uh, but um, it happened nonetheless. And for better or for worse, uh, numbers came out. Uh, looked like uh, Jessica Salamita won by a lot, or got a lot of votes, relatively speaking. And then uh, Kate Cordner got fewer votes, but a lot of votes. And then Lisa Garamoni got a lot of votes, but fewer votes than that. Um, you know, on the surface, it could look like people really, really wanted Jessica and Kate to win. And I'm sure that's, you know, for a lot of people, that's true. Yeah. Um, but um, <clears throat> I don't even know where to start with this. I, I, one thing that, <laughs> I mean, the whole like running mate thing definitely worked in their favor. Yeah, two candidates, I think, is always... Uh, I think we're learning now is the way to go in the future. Um, I'm just going to say it because like, I'm kind of riled up still about it. Yeah. Uh, I I think that this election was... And uh, I know I'm going to get bleeped for that, but oh well. At least it's early, uh, early in the episode, so I, I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> I I just... I, I like there's no other way to describe it like I can't I I cannot stand the fact that you had all of this stuff go on this huge smear campaign with like very very inaccurate information edited videos being thrown out there and all this just like terrible stuff um, get get done and it, it in my opinion like voters were duped um, I actually talked to my parents today who were talking to, to their neighbors about the election and they said that they both voted for Lisa, um, but they also so th so they did vote for Lisa. But they also said, you know, we saw the videos and like, like we definitely think that like she was driving drunk, huh? And my like they were having dinner with my parents, and so like my parents explained kind of the backstory and how that was all edited and all this kind of stuff. And like, it's just clear though that that 
the the tactics that are used in this this whole campaign run behind the scenes to like take Lisa out uh, for the majority of voters in Nolensville, like they obviously aren't paying attention at a deep enough level to where they would look at that deeply and think, hey, I don't think this is true. So, um, I mean, there's there's a lot we're gonna get into, but that's my my initial take on it is that it was complete. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think my my first thing was getting into like how how it worked out that those two and again I don't want to take anything away like it's not it's not like sore loserness like oh they they only won because of this or that like from a math thing but it, you know I know a ton of people voted for Lisa and then one of the other two just because they felt like they should just vote for two people sure and and in a situation where you've got running mates what you're really doing is every time you vote for Lisa and one of the other people um you're basically taking away your vote for Lisa to win, right. so to speak, because yeah. you're, you're negating it. I mean, you were literally told on the voter system, pick two. two. So, like, if you didn't, you know, no offense, Mike, but if you didn't know to write in Mike, um, I love that smile, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if, if you didn't think to write in Mike or you didn't think to just vote for one person, like, anybody would just blindly walk in there and see, oh, I have to pick two. Maybe they knew that they were going to vote for Lisa already, but then they just picked one of the others. And so no matter what, we knew we knew either Jessica or Kate was going to win a seat because there were two seats available. But ultimately, having two candidates kind of on one side of the spectrum and one candidate on the other side of the spectrum, it, the math just didn't work. Right. All right, Mike, what's your first reaction to what happened? Yeah, I, I knew that this was going to be the topic for today's uh, podcast. And I'm still not sure which way I want to take it. Uh, we can talk about, like, just number-wise, right? So if you start crunching the numbers of, of the votes that were coming in, it looked like Lisa was actually leading Kate for sure, possibly even Jessica, leading up to the news stories, right? Because I think the earlies were down. Uh, when, the, when the early votes came out, Lisa was down by four or five votes to second mm -hmm. place. And the, the news coverage came out with two days left of early voting, those were the heaviest days of early voting. I was at the polls both days, lines, you know, out the door, by far the busiest day. And then, so she came five votes within a seat at, from the early, and then she lost the election day by 200 votes. So it's like, you can see it trending. She just dropped off right after the news stories came out. So, I mean, obviously it sucks. Uh, it, it's kind of defeating and, and uh, it's defeating because you look at what the actual facts were and then you apply just smear and talking points and lies. I mean, I mean we've all three of us heard this story where at the rec center, Joe was walking up and down telling people that she has a pending DUI. That's a lie. There's nothing, there's no, like, there's no other way to put that. That is a lie. That is, and he yep. did that. He he did that knowing that most people won't like get what on. What they gonna phone. do? Yeah, Google it while they're in line. Right? Uh -huh. and, and like even if they do Google it, they'll see that oh, yeah, it was a news story. Like yep. oh, he he's got a point. Uh, uh, and then like somebody tried to call him out on it, like following him around and saying that's not true. Like then he like tried to bulldoze Lisa's boot and yelling at a mom of three, like yeah. thirty-five year old. Like, that, that's some that's crap. Uh, and if we want to have elections like that, I'm down. Like, next election, like, 
thank you for setting the ground rules. Like I now I know the rules. <laughs> now I know the limits. And 2024. Uh, and neither of the two other the two candidates that won have uttered a single word denouncing anything that's happened yeah. in, in in any of this along the way. Even at the point when they've been like faced with like people saying to them, "You've not said anything about this." That's when you should, if you're like a smart candidate, say, "Uh oh, like I better say something just to look good." Yep. They still refused. Like it's it. There's there's no doubt that like what do they say? Like if you're, uh, it's it's like you're giving permission to something by being passive or whatever. There's some kind of saying that I'm not remembering right now. But it's like if you're not speaking out against that and you're benefiting from it then you have a hand in it. Like whether that means you actually like are physically like perpetuating that story yourself or you're just leaning back and sitting on your hands because other people are doing work that benefits you that's dirty. Right. So so they 100% are responsible yeah. for, for that. And I, I've said this before, but like in the future, I mean, this is one example right now us having this podcast, but those two candidates being called out for every, I'll, I'll, I'll get bleeped too here. Every shit that came out of their mouth the whole time about insane <laughs> ideas. Yeah, insane <laughs> ideas. Letting people spread rumors about their opponents and not saying anything. Refusing to answer questions. It, that, that story doesn't end now. Like, they don't get to just walk away from that. Like, right. it's going to get worse for them now. Right. No, I, now I know the ground rules. If, yeah. the, if those are the rules, if the rules are anytime you do something wrong, I blow it up to the point and then I. I start emailing it out to the district attorney, to the sheriff's office, to the new... Like, let's do it. Let's go. I have the same exact email addresses, too. Yeah. And if you want to play by those rules, we play by those rules with Bomo's around. You want to bring back those rules, we'll play by them for the next two years, too. I mean, I'm more than, more than down. I thought we were past that. Everything you heard from the other side... And I'm going to say something where I win regardless of what happens. I'm going to make a prediction. If it doesn't come true... I win because that's good. And if it comes true, then I win because I just exposed the whole entire backdoor politics of no one. So, Haley Gellix is going to be mayor. She's going to be mayor. Uh, the, the three women are going to be in lockstep on every development vote, on every zoning decision. The only thing they won't agree on is how much... Uh, like how much money to give to these special like one's gonna be against like a special bench in a park and the other one's gonna be right. for stools like that that's gonna be the effect of the disagreements yep. uh, and like I can guarantee you that January 5th the first BOC meeting Haley's getting voted on as mayor like you can see that that was the whole entire play the whole election was win at all costs so you get rid of one vote that seemed like pro-growth even though she wasn't always uh, pro-growth and getting rid of Derek as mayor I mean that's yep that's been going on for months now. So yeah. I, want to, I want to touch back on the point you made about like candidates not condemning this, uh, or just even just like the general public. So um, a few episodes ago, like you know, I said like, hey, I went really hard in the last election, and you know, ran this ad campaign against a few people. Um, I've heard some people. Uh, I, I think it was Tommy Duggar actually. I, I heard a rumor at the polls that Tommy came out and was like, well, you know, we're just doing the same thing that you guys did in the last yeah, election, bullshit. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, okay, first of all, everything that I said in those ads was true. Yep. Like, there was either an association to a person or it was their voting record or, like, I didn't make stuff up and I used real pictures 
that were from these people's profiles. Um, I didn't edit anything. Sure, I certainly like tried to like paint an angle. Right, but like a picture of, of Wendy with the mayor was saying Wendy is supported by the mayor, or there, or she supported the mayor. Yes. Like that's not you're not drawing an inaccurate conclusion from the picture. Correct. The picture is the you're telling the truth Correct. of the picture. I didn't take a 45 minute body cam video and edit it down to 15 seconds mm-hmm. to make it look like something uh, nefarious happened. So um, to to insinuate that they that what what I did in the last election and what happened in this election are the same is uh, egregious to me. Like it's just it, that it's just so false. Did you come up to the polls during 2020 and badmouth? No, anyone? I mean, I, no, like we, I didn't do anything in public. I didn't like go and like try to like walk the line and like, you know, say you should look this up on the news. I didn't send things to the news, like none of that. I, I've definitely put pressure on people, you know, whether it's like submitting ethics complaints or things like that, but. Uh, the the point is in that election though you had nine people running for those seats and every single one of them came out publicly and said these ads are not what Nolansville needs in politics and I just think it's interesting here we are another election cycle later and uh, all the voices that were against me running ads are now uh, silent mm-hmm. so like. Wendy Cookmucci, gonna name her. She's an elected official right now. Never once stood up for Lisa mm-hmm. and said, what they're doing to you is wrong. Haley never once stood up for Lisa and said, what you're doing is wrong. They're already in office. Yep. I expect a lot higher like level of, um, I, I guess, of character from them because they are elected. They aren't just representing themselves. They represent the town. So for them to take take the kind of like backseat and just say, well, we're going to be silent on this issue. And actually Haley even tried to, to push some things against Lisa um, internally along. So that's, I mean, that's awful. I think Kate and Jessica, it's the same thing. Never came out and condemned it. And the people who are behind the stuff that was going on literally gave money to both of them. Right. So it's just, to me, they're guilty by association and um, they're, they're, winning this campaign will always in my book have an asterisk quiet it's like cool like you got in the hall of fame but you definitely did steroids yeah i mean i won't go that far they i mean they did win fairly uh unless you, you prove to me that the, the, those no laws broken as far as i know other than maybe uh discouraging people to vote at the at, at the polling line but i mean they they won it's dirty politics so what like when you look at nationally or even state politics, it's always dirty, right? Uh, you want to talk about the small town charm and you want to have this positivity. You have people just constantly begging people on the forum one. Take the politics out of it. Like no more political posts. Be nice. Be kind. Like obviously that's not how this world works. Even in a small town like this, it gets dirty as hell. Like we've just seen that. Uh, so I don't, I'm not going to put an think, up, I right? think my- I just know like, I think I'm, I think my problem with it though, Mike, and it, I don't think they won fairly. And the reason I say that is because, based on the last election, what what someone on on our side of the fence was told was going to that level of of political engagement was unfair and was uncalled for, and and it didn't belong. I mean, you can go back and look on the four and one. You search people 
across the board were saying this does not belong in Nolansville politics. So I just think it I just think it's not it isn't fair because if if everyone in the last election pushed back and said, you know what, like we're not willing to go there. That's too far. And this election, like it went even further. Yeah. Like threatening people's employers, sending stuff to the news, sending stuff to the district attorney. Like the the level that people were willing to go to to try to win these seats is is unheard of in Nolensville. And and I think crossed a line that wasn't appropriate. Well, that's, you know, you can't... We had the one chance to put the horse back in the barn two years ago, basically, is what you're saying. And and the, and in this election, they pretty much bulldozed the barn. Yep. There is no chance now. And I, like kind of like what, what Mike said, okay, now we know the ground rules. Now we know how it's going to be. If, if, if they thought, you know, a three-month election cycle was difficult, the next four years of them being publicly public officials were the, everything... Everything is on the table now. Yep. And I don't mean that in a threatening way. I don't mean that in a in a you should be scared way. If you can if you can actually stand up for yourself and put out policy that's unique and actually, you know, have a vision for the town and do something and stand behind your vote, then then you have nothing to fear. Sure. But but if you're gonna if you're gonna keep doing things the way you ran your election, you're gonna have problems. And you're gonna have problems for four years. And if you think that there's no consequences for what you did in this election, I think you'd be gravely mistaken. Yep. There's, there's the, the one time I called out that people said our impact fees wouldn't transfer over. And, you know, I got blasted for how mean it was that I, that I called out people for lying or, or being ignorant and, and speaking. Like, that's obviously just totally fine now. If you can, yep. if you can outright lie to people to get yourself elected, and and be devious in how you behave. If you can claim the two of you weren't, weren't running together, but the second the election's over, post on Facebook that uh, you're collecting each other's yard signs. You'll make sure they all get back to each other, and you can post at the polls how your buddies, you know. Oh, I mean, there was like, a there was a video on election night. The moment the numbers came in on the final poll, like Kate gets up and walks over across the room, and I'm like, oh, like surely she's gonna like hug her husband or something. No, she hugged Jessica. Right. Well, that's, like that's, I mean, and we all knew this, but it's you're like the, picking, not Chris. no, but like, we all knew this about the the audacity of of either of them, and and I, I believe it was Kate actually directly replied to me on Facebook one time and said, "We're not running together. Mm-hmm. We're completely independent." Like, oh wow! Like the fact that you were willing to say that. Yep. You're either the dumbest person alive, or she thinks you are, or she thinks I am. Exactly. Right. But either way. How does that? I mean, how does that look good for any for for, for sure. you? I just don't understand. Well, and I, I think it begs the question: where where have we seen politics that assumes that Nolensville peop, uh, residents are stupid? Where have we seen that before? Yeah, like the last uh, ten years, maybe yeah. I mean, or so. Like basically, all yeah. of what Nolensville politics exists. In, yeah, so. and so I I don't know if there's like much more about the election to be said directly, other than just. It's 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 disappointing. I I hoped better of. I don't blame voters. Like voters got the information they got, um, but it's very obvious. And I, again, I I know exactly. I know. I'm a liberal, people. Not me. Not Stop these commenting. Yeah, yeah. Some of yeah. Ugh. Just me. Just me. 
Okay, I'm all about women's rights. I'm a feminist. I would come I'm, down. I'm, I'm, I'm all those I things. Like women too. My point Daniel. is this, though. Here's what's going to happen: the second we start saying, "Oh, there's people pulling the strings for these these yeah. female candidates or these female commissioners," oh, so you're saying that women can't do the job themselves? No, I don't. No. It could be it could be your your Lord and Savior Donald J. Trump up there that got elected in this election. And I'm still going to say that there's somebody else pulling the strings if Donald Trump got voted in the way that these people got right. voted in and ran their campaign that Folks. way. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter who it is. Yeah. There's similarities there. I'm just saying, I don't, yeah, I don't care who it is. The, 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 the way that they got elected and the, the, it's, it's, it's the DNA. It's, it's like their, their DNA is all over these two candidates. Yep. And, the, and, and we'll see how they run their oh, but, so, commissioners. Uh, before before we change the subject on yeah, yeah. their DNA is all over these commissioners is the perfect uh, that's like the perfect encapsulation of this because uh, like after after the results came out and obviously I, I, I'm, I'm mad like I, I put a ton of uh, uh, a ton of time into this into this race uh, just helping Lisa with, with everything like I hop online I start looking through stuff you know and there was a video. And in that video, it was like a celebration video. And it was Travis Blunt pumping up a room in his house. It was a victory party. Jason Patrick standing right next to him, fist pumping. Tommy Duggar and Joe all but hugging it out. And like that visual, that video has since been taken down. It was a really bad look for the candidates. That there was, you know, the guy uh -huh. that says that he wants nothing but, you know, like just be left alone. He's nowhere near Knowlesville politics, but he's at a victory uh, party. Yep. Fist pumping to the chairman of the PC hyping up a room with two Boma members in it. Like, let, let's get real here. Two, two, two people and that you just named who allegedly, or they're being sued for allegedly spreading that edited video. Three people. Three, oh, people. three people. So three of the four people in that, named in that lawsuit that we know of were in that party. We're at that party for the two, for, for yeah, the Yeah, and I, that yeah. video, that, so I saw that video and like obviously like that salt on wound, like obviously I'm upset about this, right? So yeah. like, that's a bad beat. Like I normally don't lose in Nolensville politics. This is probably the biggest loss of Nolensville politics I've 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 been a part of. And so like I make a mental note of that to go back and watch it and get angry, get pumped up for 2024, and it's gone. Like it was such a bad look. That video got taken down because it encapsulated the perfection of the, of the of this race. Was the people behind the scenes ran this campaign. It wasn't the two candidates. The two candidates stayed yep. all away from the public eye, did not do a forum, did not publicly debate online, wanted to just meet you personally for coffee so you can limit the, the exposure there. And then the people behind the scenes, the people in that freaking video were the ones that were setting forth how this race is going to go. Yep. I, I think the crazy thing to me, and we did not talk about this in a prior episode, but um, I, I've heard some stories from back in the day. And I, full disclosure, there there was a time when I actually talked to Joe regularly. Yeah. And and like had interactions with him. We had a, we had a short friendship for a, a period of time. And Joe shared with me some really interesting details mm -hmm. about prior Nolansville elections and the stuff that used to go on here. So like um when when he was running for alderman and when Jimmy ran for alderman initially and like throughout kind of the, I don't know, it was like the early 2000s probably yeah. in Nolan's history. Like 
a tactic that was used a lot by like opposing sides was to go stuff mailboxes, which is illegal, yeah. by the way. Uh, but whatever, it's known soul. So, um, <laughs> like, people would go and stuff mailboxes with like flyers that would have basically a smear campaign typed out against somebody. And it was like, did you know this person got sued for like medical malpractice? for whatever in their right. job mm-hmm. you know and like like do you want this like do you want this person in office because of this history or whatever it's literally the same thing it's just like fast forwarded to 2022 Dude. and like okay we have like body cams and like we can send this to the news Dude, through how, email and stuff how many blogs did we find oh there's my gosh that, there's a blog that's dedicated <clears throat> to don schwartz mishaps yes there's a blog that's dedicated to joe lawsuits which is there's a lot of them i think it's the only thing that exists on blogspot <laughs> it's like, it's like, in it's the like, world in the world like somehow when you google joke though like it's like a page two result on google and it's literally a blog dedicated to all the lawsuits he's been involved in yeah there's one for like i think there's one for beth too maybe not specifically but the one that talks about beth a it's, lot it's what's really going on in Nolan's. right so there's like, and, and it's like three years of like just crazy that that guy was the original insider, like yeah. Don Owens was insider, except like he lost his crap and started going national. Like when Obama won, <laughs> yeah. he lost his mind. Yeah. The guy exploded all over the internet when Obama won. So it's could, amazing. He couldn't handle it. It's yeah. amazing how many people I, I you know I get along with and agree with in this town until you get to the national level. But that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Well, you know, uh, there's it's interesting because because Joe was also going around passing out flyers about the zoning yeah. that was littered with things that were just completely wrong. And I gave him the benefit of the doubt and just said he doesn't know how to read a zoning map. Yeah. But like I called him out. I didn't say him by name. One of my public comments, I mentioned that you shouldn't listen to a guy who can't read a zoning map tell you about how you should vote. <laughs> because you know, if you can't tell a roadway from a walkway or a greenway, then maybe don't listen to anything else he's telling you. But it's like, again, it, 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 he's either misled or he's just lying on purpose. Either way, you probably shouldn't listen to that person. And that's kind of the theme of all of this. But again, it's interesting how much they rely on like paper flyers. Just pass out some paper flyers. Look at those horses, man. Those horses. <laughs> what, I had to battle those horses when Darcy was coming up, and I had to battle those horses when Lisa was going. I'm like, these horses are my nightmare. Yeah. They keep popping up all over Summerlin every, every couple of months. I mean, I, I, we've said this before, but like, they have a playbook, and they just stick to it. And yeah. the playbook's never changed. And then, so. I, I, I'm not disappointed in us. I'm just, we should have seen it coming. Like I, like I always felt like doing it this way, going after Roddy like this was always off the table, right? Like there's no way anybody will go, go after probably the most beloved chief in all of middle Tennessee. Like no one's loves their fire, the police department. There's like, we basically started all of better Nolensville on the premise that they, that Bowen was screwing over the fire chief. And this is the police chief that's right. been here forever, right. for six, seven years. All right, so I'm gonna continue with my random. For people that haven't realized this yet, we have two cameras, we have a 27 minute timer, and we have to stop and reset it. So we're not cutting anything out. No, we're not like physically getting up and resetting cameras. I mean, Daniel does, like, go grab a beer. Uh, <laughs> but, so like, I, I, was, I was trying to make a point that we, we should have been more prepared with them going after Roddy. I looked at the whole thing and I was like, "This is not going to come out. This is this is uh, this is somebody that has forty over forty years of service. 
in public service, there's no way. Like these people hired Roddy. Like surely they wouldn't go there. Yeah, he, I mean he's been in the sheriff's department. He's really good friends with with the sheriff. Like there's no way they're gonna go after that. Like why? Like that's just insane. And they did, and they went after it so hard. The, the person that lost the most, like forget forget getting elected. Like Lisa's gonna be fine. She's got a job. She's got awesome kids. Yep. Uh, she's gonna be just fine. Like Roddy, that I mean, he's close to he's. He's close to the end of his career, and you're gonna put something like that on him now. That's that's immoral. That is, and not only is it immoral to Roddy, it's immoral to the town because you're taking somebody that has over 40 years of experience, and you're potentially risking that and cutting that off to where we have to find a new chief, right? Or like, how, like there's there's zero chance we can replace Roddy with another Roddy. Right. We'll replace Roddy with like a random. And, and for what? Right? For what? For four years? Right? For four years of two candidates. Because your land didn't get zoned a certain way. Correct. Or because you don't want, you know, density or you don't want like certain growth or you don't want development to go a certain way. Like I I think that there are more ramifications too than just Roddy. If we lose Roddy because of politics. I think that there is going to be a domino effect throughout the staff on town. And like to be honest, we have like a great staff. Yeah. Like, do, yeah. Award-winning budgets. Like Victor is probably the like poster child of a town manager. He's so well known in the state. Yeah, I mean, he, there, he, there's he, just there. There are so if Roddy, if we lose Roddy because of this, and I, I'm I'm just gonna say it, like I think there's a re, the real chance we do. Yeah. Um, because who would want to be involved in right. this? Especially, right, especially after the way the election turned out. Correct. Gonna, like who would want to be? In, yeah, who would want to be involved? So like, but I also think if if Roddy goes, then like who on staff is going to sit here and say, well, like I really want to be a part of this government that's now partially run by the two people who inst- who are associated with this type type right. of behavior. Like that's just I I don't see. Knowles will stay intact in the same way that we think it will. And, and that's there are, not, that's there are not, a lot a lot of other effects that are gonna come from this in the future. And that's not fear mongering. Like I, no. I, I would count on it. Like like that's that's a real threat. Right. And I, I have something to say too, because I, I in a previous episode I said that I really don't think that anyone is is <laughs> you disagree with me. I, I said I purely evil. And you said, well, I think someone is. Yeah. Well, I still don't think a person that any one person at their core is evil, but I will say, the mo- probably one of the most evil things I've ever personally witnessed happened when this whole ethics thing happened, and Roddy got brought into it, and the people responsible for this this message at that moment decided to keep their foot on the gas yep. with it. That's the moment when you could say, "Whoa, I, you know." Plead ignorance. Just say, I didn't mean, I, I didn't think about that. We didn't mean that. It's we, getting too real. It's getting too, this is too much. This is going too far. Yep. Oops. But instead, what happened was. The final push. Yeah. Forget Roddy. I don't care. Yeah. I haven't, I don't care what happens to him. Let's, let's just grind this through. Let's keep going with this. And again, like you said, for what end? Like what, what benefit? You, You've you've you're trying to sacrifice something and someone so important and so valuable and and a great person a great leader everything we've all said about him 
for something so trivial in the long run in a moment when you had the opportunity again to do the right thing. And I put this on the two candidates that won. I put this on the people who are responsible for spreading it. The fact that no one came out and said, this is too much. This is not right. I'm not in this. So again, the only example I have to go with as far as moral decisions these two people are going to make, these two candidates are going to make, is they might do the right thing as long as they're not benefiting from the wrong thing. Yep. But if, if the wrong thing benefits them, you can expect silence. 100%. That's it. I, and I'll, I'll just go on the record now because this is going to be something that like I think we're going to watch very, very hard in the future. Uh, just, uh, Kate is a real estate agent and is very active in Williamson County, very active in Nolensville. I, uh, we, we've witnessed this before in Nolensville. Mm-hmm. We've witnessed somebody who sells real estate being a, an elected official. Maybe we'll talk about that on a future episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, and I'm just going to call it now that that's, I, like there is going to be a conflict of interest that occurs. I don't see how somebody who is a real estate professional can vote on any single family residential project that ever gets brought up again because how, how can she possibly say in the future oh you know what i'm not going to financially benefit from this right like that's indirect though i mean i, I don't agree with that mainly because i'm a real estate agent uh, <laughs> and, and so what you're saying mike is you also have a conflict of interest yeah i, I just don't think that that's <laughs> such a direct conflict of interest though because it's like i might i might potentially one day sell this house or help somebody buy this house that's that's not excuse me. That's not a well, by the letter of the law, the way the ethics the way the ethics guidelines read in Nolensville is that you can't vote on anything that you will have a have a financial benefit. Yeah, from. but if you don't know that you're having a financial benefit off of it, the, the one so like it would be different if like if you have a parcel that's for sale and, and you're, you're the one selling and you're yeah. zoning it. No, I get that. I get that. So but 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 I don't like a car wash or like a ton of but stuff up north on this so oh, but okay. we've, we've already watched this happen so there was there was a, a, a an alderman or a commissioner in franklin who was a real estate agent and this is the same thing that used to get brought up all the time for him is that he would vote on developments and then he would also be the person selling houses in those developments later on so it's there's precedent for so this let me that, ask that you, this is an issue where, where does the so this is inter- this is actually an interesting thing that I don't know the answer to. So I'm actually asking because yeah. you probably looked into this more than I have. Where does the conflict of interest actually happen? Is it in the voting or is it is it the moment like like for, here's my I'll just say it like so if Kate voted on a development to 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 move forward, that technically is not a conflict of interest. It's it's when she would decide to sell a house in that development or or represent a buyer in that development and then that's when the conflict would happen is that i mean so like you're on i think you're on the right track is that like that is technically but like the actual conflict of interest is the vote so like you can't vote on something that you personally stand to gain from so but you don't know we're gonna gain from but but that's but that's irrelevant that's irrelevant so like based on our town attorney's ethics investigation of lisa it's whether a normal everyday person could assume that x and y are going to happen by this by this action i mean that is an important function of government is to set precedent yeah so so like if our town attorney has said well you know what based on like an everyday person's assumption of this kind of thing this kind of behavior yeah then that like they they would assume this is going to happen well it's the same thing here so like 
everyday people, if you look at a real estate agent who's also an elected official voting on a development, I think everyone can assume that, well, she might sell a house in there at one point. Right. So, the, the, I mean, look, it's easy. It's easy. All she has to do is recuse herself. Out of every development, then she becomes use, a useless uh, commissioner. That's my point exactly. <laughs> like she, but being an elected official, you are supposed to take the hard stance of of protecting the ethical um, governance of the town. And so, I, I just I don't think that a lot of people come into the job with that kind of knowledge or thinking that way. You, and we're definitely going to hold them accountable for it. So you mean the person who just remained silent while uh, our police chief got drugged through the mud yeah. because of some political Or points? the person who puts an autoresponder on her Facebook message. After she tells you to... Too busy. Oh, yeah. So let, let's talk about that for a minute before yeah. we move on. So, you know, you know that was Kate, right? Yeah. So she would... she would. You can do an autoresponder on a Facebook message? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I've got one on one of my oh, pages. Yeah, that I'm saying one now. No, but, set up, Mike. but the, the person who would... Too busy uh, trolling 411. Right. Who would, who would beg you to... <laughs> Not ask her publicly questions, but send her a message. Send or, me a DM. Send, and then you send her a DM and she has an autoresponder on and doesn't reply? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, mean, I like that. That's a good move. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good move. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am eagerly awaiting uh, when they take office in January, right? I think that's when. Yeah. 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 So, like, when they take office, all of a sudden, it's like all of the, the gatekeeping is gone. Yeah. So, like, you can't post something on your commissioner page and turn the comments off. That's illegal. Yep. That's illegal. You can't do it. <laughs> don't tell them. Don't, don't spoil you, you, them. You no can't, spoilers. No spoilers. You can't not respond to constituents. <laughs> like, that's that's not okay. Like, you can, you can. You can do it. But, like, guess what? They will just go to Victor and they'll just go above your head and they'll start going to other commissioners and eventually it's going to become a problem for can them. They, can they not meet one-on-one with real estate developers? No. Like, they need to take those meetings. And honestly, if they refuse to take those meetings, I think that they're But I'm saying, like, they have job. to have another someone else present, right? They can't one-on-one take uh, those meetings. Correct. No, like, they, they need to have either the town attorney or... That's another Victor. commissioner. That's yeah, the, or another that, commissioner. That's, that's, not a, that's not a law. That's just... It's good practice. Right, but that's something the BOC kind of agreed on. I think it's crap. Like, I'm voting Like I'm voting for people because I trust them to negotiate on my behalf, right? Yeah, for I, sure. I, my vote, my vote goes to the people that I trust with my text, with my, with my text contribution, and the negotiating power of everything that goes on in town. So if you're gonna start cutting them at the knees, saying, "Well, you can't talk to developers," yep. or "You can't do this," you can't spend money, like, no, like I want, you, like I can't, like the developer will not take a meeting with me. And it would be very ineffective if, the, if every developer had to meet with 15,000 people. So here are five best and brightest, in theory. And like talk to them. Yep. Like, I, that's what that's what a board of commissioners is. I, so this is going to change gears a little bit, but I just have to say that um, I don't think that either Kate or Jessica know what they signed up for. Right. And I, I, I we got that vibe just from how the campaign went and like how lim- like limited the interaction was. I'm not, I'm not saying a candidate like a commissioner has to be super engaged on social media or anything like that but like if you're not ever willing to engage at all uh, that's kind of shady but um kate said i can't remember if she wrote this or yeah i think she did write it on on one of her posts uh after after the results came out and, and she she wrote this post basically that was like you know thanking all these people and then like 
a thank you to like her kids and her husband for like you know my husband's had to take care of the kids all by himself all of these times and he's been great and like my kids have had to put up with like eating takeout way mm-hmm. more yeah that was, I, saw it. I, saw it. That? yeah, I saw it I saw it it was yeah I saw it and, today and, 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 I, and believe me I am not knocking like a working mom or a working woman or anything like that like totally have so much respect for the time that both of them are willing to put into this but I don't think that either one of them realizes that the campaign was one thing being a full-time commissioner and and how much time that involves is a totally different ball game and so I just really hope and and we've said this before it's like this is the arena if you want to run for office be prepared for what that entails and that's also like from a public outcry from a response um, level but also like from a time commitment sorry like if if you're the the mom who's like super involved in your kids lives and like is showing up at everything you're definitely going to hear from people if you decide it's more important to go to this thing for your children yeah than to show up for a meeting well like it's, like yeah. running a town and being a part of the governing a town means that you're sacrificing a lot of that well, I also think that, you know, maybe if you hadn't tried to have one-on-one coffee with every single person that had a question, <laughs> you might have had a little more free time in your campaign. True. You know, and so I also, I had this thought, like, I wonder, like, you know, to be like a fly on the wall of, like, Cater Jessica's Google searches right now about Robert's rules, like, furiously typing, like, <laughs> what do I even do in these yeah. meetings? Like, I don't have any opinions. Lyrics, lyrics of the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it's just, they did they did the, not even the bare minimum is not even a good word, obviously, of preparation for a campaign. Yeah. So, good luck, Nolansville. You voted for it. Yeah. Now you got it. Like I, I also think that that's, that's like, in a, in a greater... Uh, scale of things i think that's the big problem like what you mentioned chris is that like you don't know what you sign up for because there's so much that they have to do i think that's the biggest issue that we have with the voc because instead of leaning on your staff going into meetings and kind of setting the the big picture ideas and pointing your staff at these issues they all try to instill their own agendas into every little thing they do yep which is time consuming because not only do you have to like not only do you have to become an expert on all things which is impossible, but then you have to become an expert on debating those things. Then you have to build a base to come to the meetings and talk in favor of your things. To, and then it becomes your entire life and it becomes this super toxic, two-sided system where it's like, why can't Joel or Derek or Haley go in and say, hey guys, like, find out what the best traffic situation is. Instead of like saying like, no, I think the best traffic situation is is a, a middle lane down the lower. Like, how the hell do you know? Like, you're an insurance agent or underwriter for an insurance company. Right. You have no idea what the best traffic calming solution is. There's a guy next to you that's an engineer, and there's a guy next to him that's also an engineer. Ask them to look into it. Like, why are you trying to become the expert in all things and trying to fight for these things? And then, by virtue, that that becomes your your your, your the nail in your coffin. It's like the one that like like that's why you're so busy that's why it's so overwhelming that's why there's so much toxicity behind it because now any and anytime they try to instill their agenda it's the, the public looks at them and blames them or praises them for it whereas if it was just like the county meetings where you have a professional 
comes in and recommends it and then you vote in favor of it because he's the professional you paid him money to determine what the best course of outcome is the public doesn't get that upset like right i i, can, I cannot argue with a traffic engineer right with anything according to traffic because i don't have those qualifications i can argue and i will argue for the next two years with Haley about her traffic measures because her experience in traffic calming is the same exact as mine zero like she's just talking about her preferences yep. and i can do that all day too well that's that's the uh, so so what you're saying is you you probably shouldn't just have your own amazing hot take that you run in with and try to figure out how to support it listen to the experts right. the issue is what these two candidates have done and what they follow like the the Wendy Cook Moochie playbook of what 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 all the citizens think? What do you all think? I don't know what I think. You tell me what to think. So now it's like we don't listen to the experts. Also, I'm not gonna have my own hot take. I'm just gonna listen to everybody scream at me what they think. And then when it comes time to vote for something that's not whatever I figured out the thousand people I talked to said, because I didn't run on a platform, I don't know what anybody voted me in for, because I didn't say anything. You just deer in the headlights. You freeze. You won't. Ever, you don't. You you do anything you can to delay yep. a vote as long as possible. It's it's not because you you might use the excuse of oh the, I need to know more more about this fine detail. But in the back of your mind, what you're saying is I literally have no idea what my these people want from me, and I haven't formed my own opinion, and I won't listen to the experts. I literally don't know what to do. And so these these two new commissioners are either going to follow that playbook or they're going to listen to the people who behind the scenes got them elected and want them to do certain things. We're going to find out January 5th, you said, that's the first meeting. Right. We'll find out when yeah. they get up there and start start voting on things. We'll see if they if they have any vision or if they just are going to vote whatever the nags want them to vote. You know, you know, oh, so, you, know you know, the big test, my big test for them is that there is a very common sense approach to the next mayor vote. And there is a very cited approach to the next mayor vote. 100%. I fully, a hundred percent, expect Jessica and Kate to vote Haley Gallick as a mayor yep. because that's their side. That is their anti-growth, dumb, nimby talking points. Like that—that's that side. Yep. Logically, why would you change from Derek from 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 Derek Adams? Derek Adams has been going to all the meetings. He's got all the relationships for state funding. He has the most like experience being an elected official and he's only been doing it for two years like give him at least like a like a like a full cycle of of, of the gnrc funding but they won't they'll do the thing that they were back to do and it's go there and fight yep. the growth side of uh, of this town and a hundred percent they're going so, they're going to get Haley in there as mayor daniel, daniel you also brought up a, a really good point which is that there is this like Mouth, there is this kind of like sense that these two these two people are just like a mouthpiece for some like larger group, right? Yeah. Nag that doesn't like, exist. Yeah, that doesn't exist or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so it's interesting. Like I saw an email in the last few weeks, um, an internal email at Nag, and um, it it basically was like putting out there that the citizens of Nolansville it, in this election basically had a referendum on density but that's how you could read the results it's like well kate and jessica are against density and everybody voted for kate and jessica and it's like i i think that we've like made it pretty clear that like this election was a little bit skewed yeah and you can't read like fine they won i don't think any of us I, are gonna I, I, out of the 2800 i don't votes. think any un, until until something else 
or, or somebody else tells us any different, we're not going to take some like, you know, crazy conspiracy theory like stance on this and say, well, like the votes were like miscounted yeah. or yeah. Like, the ballot machine. I don't believe work. that at all. No, like they won, they got the most votes. Until we allegedly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, until <laughs> until uh, unless somebody were were to tell us differently that this is the results of the election, Kate and Jessica won, but they did not win in a landslide. They, I mean, like for for as much pressure as was against Lisa, she still almost won. Mm-hmm. And and I just don't think that there's enough evidence to say, well, this was a referendum on density. No, this was literally people just didn't know who the hell they were voting for. Right. And a lot of them voted for Lisa and then just followed the directions on the screen. Because guess what? Like, people just do that. So, so there's two things I want to say. One people about what you just said <laughs> and one about what Mike just said. Number one is... Um, I, I really hope the same people who, when the, when the charter change happened, and they keep bringing up, oh yeah, well, how many people voted? I really hope the same people are coming out now talking. To, you know, they 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 poo pooed uh, 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 the charter change happening because yeah. not everybody voted for it. Where are you now? Talking about not every, you, yeah, two people got elected. I didn't say that, right? But, but somebody out there was talking about how not everybody voted. More people should have voted. And so it doesn't represent what the will of the town is. Come on out and say it now. I'm not saying it. I don't believe that. But if you oh. believe it about better Nolansville, you better believe it about these candidates too. So that's number one. Number two, the thing about Derek being mayor, I, people need to know that everything that Derek is doing is in his role as mayor as far as these meetings we're talking about, like all these different uh, committees, the MTP, all these different things, the GNRC, all of those things are are they're not what what he's fighting for for our town is not any different than what any other mayor would fight for for our town the 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 items he's fighting for from the state are not like uh divided across a political line or even like within this town he's not doing things that like you would the the anti-density people would disagree with sure he's doing things that just objectively are great for the town the difference is he's had two years of developing relationships and having these meetings and getting somewhere with these people. And so that that, that is the point that you were you were, ma- or you were making. Oh, Mike was making a, was was he's he's getting there. Yeah. But people need to know that the, that those things are not. How can we build more apartments in Nolansville? Right. Right. Or how can we do the the King Street extension exactly the way Derek wants it, or whatever it no, is? No. If nope. they if they vote him out as mayor, which I agree with you, Mike, they, I, will, they, they, they will. They they will. It's a I big think that that's for Nolensville. yeah. It's a huge it's a huge loss for Nolansville. And if they vote him out as mayor, they're doing it for strictly political purposes. Yep. It's right. to be able to like drive things at the local level, and it's at the ignorance and the detriment of everything that he's been trying to build. On behalf of Nolansville, that has nothing to do with density or apartments or all that crap. Um, you know, it's it's really unfortunate, but like Nolansville has sides. I, this is something nobody wanted yeah. to talk about last election. I want to talk about. I'll raise my hand and say yep. that there there are sides in Nolansville. I'm proud to say there are sides, and people should start picking which side they're on. Yep, absolutely. I'll send it there. I feel good about that. All right. Yeah. Thanks for watching Small Town Charm. We'll see you or hear you next time.